0: Hey 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 everyone, Daniel here How's everyone doing today? Welcome to another podcast Let's jump right in Well, we're back for more So today I wanted to do some Q&A and uh, FAQs and all those other questions that people may have. Send it to me. Uh, If you're on Anchor, drop a uh, voicemail or voice message to me. If you're on social media, just send me your questions. Uh, That's AMA on um, GitHub as well and you can always find me on my website, deardanielim.info right so recently i was on a panel and a lot of questions were asked and one of the questions that i actually was hoping to be asked was not was not was not asked and i just wanted to um answer that question uh because i felt that it was really really good question and uh it was unfortunate we ran out of time and they couldn't ask that question but this is one of the questions that the moderator sent to me and i really really like this question the question is, as a person who is involved in so many different companies, you must be constantly on the move. How do you delegate responsibilities effectively? So this question on the surface is asking about delegation. How do you delegate responsibility? How do you do it efficiently? How do you do management? All this other stuff. But the main thing I felt, like if you read between the lines, I felt it was asking me about how do you run so many different companies? Um, and the second part is, you know, you must be always busy, right? And the third part is kind of like, how do you delegate responsibilities? How do you be effective? In the audit and all that management stuff. So I'm not really going to answer the management part of it. At this time, I'm going to deal with the first part. And then uh, I'm going to ultimately deal with all three parts in this podcast, right? So... To answer this question I I broke it down to two parts. I mean I broke it down into two parts of the first part. <laughs> if that makes sense. So the first part asking about how do you run so many f- different companies, how do you do different things. Um <clears throat> I broke it down into two parts. The principles and philosophy that I have, and then the second part is the practical applications and the practice that I have, right? So First of all, to, to preface everything, i like to disclaim and preface everything with the reality is The reality is that every company is different It is unique and it's different, it's not a cop-out, it is true Not not every company, no no company really is exactly the same Even though if it's, a, if it's a clone, if it's a copy, uh, it is still different Because every company has um, different clienteles by that I mean different markets is dealing with different industries, different audience, different price points, different suppliers, um, different workflow, different sales cycles, and uh, not 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 every company is profitable, right? So profitable companies obviously run differently because of the cash flow. If they're cash flow positive versus companies that are burning through money, as we call it, right? And some companies are not really companies that i run they're just investments or companies that i invest in and they run on their own they just you know they just basically i'm just investing in them right um so that is the reality and with with that in mind let's jump into the principles as well as the philosophy right so the principle really is that you need to have systems in place and this actually touches on the last part of the question which is um, how do you effectively run and delegate responsibility, right? You need to have systems in place. Every company that has a system in place um, has a really good chance to be successful. If you look at McDonald's, the whole McDonald's uh, system is a system. The The whole company is a system. Every franchise has a system and that's how they grow crazy and exponentially true franchises, true uh, systems. Every company that has a system will be successful. Google has a system. Facebook has a system. LinkedIn has a system. Twitter has a system. Um, Every social media platform has a system, has their own system. Every CMS, every content management system has their own system. Every CRM has its own system. Um... that i mean you know salesforce has its own system um every every basically hootsuite has its own system every company every tech company or every other you know franchise or fast food restaurant every franchise every company should have a system if you don't have a system in your company you need to have one right so this is kind of like answering the question about efficiency right if you don't have a efficient and you keep tweaking it so you need to be efficient by tweaking it and we'll get to that later on but I like to jump around a bit with answers um, because it's very holistic right okay so the principle is have systems in place and the philosophy is having a method to your madness, right? Um, if you don't have a method, if you don't have a system, a method or a uh, a checklist for some people, right, a, a list of to dos. If you don't have that, um, whether you're in school or in in the business world or in um, whatever you're doing, you need you need a method, a methodology. In, even in science, you need methodology for chemistry, for any any um, you know thing. You need to have a method. Um, to your madness, to your sanity, to anything, have a method. Have a system, have a method, have a workflow, um, have a flow, have a uh, have systems in place, check and balances, all that other good fun stuff, right? And ultimately, as an entrepreneur, you need to have a grand vision and a plan, and a plan to execute. Not just a plan to plan not just a plan to show the bank like this is my business plan you know please give me money please lend me money on to, to run this amazing company so that you know you need a vision yes you need a plan yes you also need to execute so once you have that plan you need to start executing and once obviously you need financing and i i and one of the questions on, a, on that day at the panel was um how do you bootstrap why don't you just get vc money run and just get venture capital Why don't you just get, you know, like an angel angel to invest in you, right? So, well, the main thing is you're losing percentages, you're losing parts of your company to the VCs, to the angels, to um, all these people, right? You're actually diluting your equity. So, I really recommend uh, bootstrapping. So, the grand vision and the plan and execution, that's the philosophy. So this is actually going to be a bit long. Um, I'm going to break it down to a few other parts, I guess. Philosophy and principles, and I'm going to break it down later on to practice and application. So the philosophy, let me continue a bit, is um, holding on to things loosely is like, you know, things are important, but they're not import- that important. Health is more important than wealth, right? Family is more important than... Well, to me family is more important than other things so some people put friends above family and and you know kids above the spouse and work above family because you know you have to make a living to feed them that kind of stuff so responsibilities anyway so holding on to things loosely is one f- of my philosophies where um because you know the thing is the truth and the reality is things come and go things change all the time especially in tech in technology things change all the time and if you don't hold on to things loosely somehow the world and the systems and and society has a way of prying it out of your hands right so when you lose something you'll be very devastated if you hold on to things too tightly uh it it this goes in for not just for business but it goes for relationships for anything like you know you obviously you hold on to people and and relationships very tightly but at the same time it's a paradox where you have to hold on to it loosely so that you know because you know that people change characters change people uh uh people are you know people for the most part they they change and uh things things can corrupt them things can change them um I don't want to get into that, but basically the main philosophy is hold on to things loosely, not too tightly, uh, because things change. And change is a constant. And uh, last and final philosophy I had is basically that the world is getting smaller with technology, with the world wide web, with uh, you know, all this with crypto, with with, with blockchain and all these other technologies, especially AI and machine learning and Uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, immersive reality and all these other uh, realities, Um, the world is getting smaller. That's the truth. It's smaller and smaller. It's a small world after all, yes it's true and it's getting smaller and smaller because of technology and because of other things. Um, So that is basically the reality and philosophy and the principle, right? Next section, I'm going to talk about the practice and applications, and then i give you an example where I put it all together. Great. Now that we've covered the realities, principles, and philosophy, let's talk about the practice and applications and practical applications. <laughs> uh, happy marriage after both. Um, so... In terms of practice, I set up, I set up something I call invisible fences. Invisible fences are invisible boundaries which helps me to focus on what I do best. Right, uh, I'm able to. Yeah, everyone may be able to do many things, but they want to focus on something, so they set up what we call blinders or invisible fences. But blinders are more physical, so they're actually you know, keeping the horse's eye on the prize and straight ahead instead of looking back and forth and next and around and about right so invisible fences are actually you can it's invisible so essentially you can see everything but you know that you don't want to go beyond a certain boundary it's like the the idea where um uh there's some things there's something there's some Things that were created that are invisible fences for pets so that they don't go across a certain um, limit, right? So, they don't go beyond uh, their own property, for example, or the owner's property, uh, for example, right? So, they don't go and do the business on someone else's lawn. So, they're invisible fences for pets. They're invisible fences for kids. Kids in kindergarten, uh, they need to know where the limits are. So, if you put a fence, they they will play all the way up to the fence. But if you don't have invisible... If you have invisible fences, they, they, if they are comfortable and they know that they can play up to a certain area and they don't go beyond that because it's dangerous, um, they most likely would not feel uh, limited or closed or restricted or trapped. So physical and invisible fences are a good way. And in my mind, I set up invisible fences. And this is one reason why... I do not travel because I've. Um, I want to focus on my uh, geolocation, my my physical location, right, my geographic location. So I want to not go beyond this because I want to focus on my area, and so I don't need to travel because. Well, first of all, I've been around the world, and second, I just want to focus on my specific geolocation. And I can actually do a lot more than if I was traveling, right? Um, so this is this is my uh, these are these are my practices. It may not be for everyone. And um, okay, another practice is staying up to date. Staying up to date is very important. Staying current with what's going on in your specific field for example my specific field maybe be in terms of uh, you know coding programming um you know, it could be algorithms, it could be, you know, uh, marketing, it could be um, products and design and development and research. It could be any of these things. It could be, seeming for you, it may not be seen for you, but, you know, it could be software, it could be hardware, it could be any specific thing. So if you stay up to date with the news, for example, you know, what's happening in the world in terms of uh, the geopolitical space or in you know in finance or in, in, in management or in any of the other hosts of things if you stay up to date you would be um you'd be current and you you the main thing for me actually is to have my finger on the pulse right to to know what's going on and to to know what's coming up very soon right not just knowing what happened because that's news that's old news but to know what's going to happen very soon so press releases things that are not happening yet but will happen very soon and so um, you can anticipate you can start building for it like when for example I was a beta tester for Windows 10 before it came out like a year before it came out and uh, I've been beta testing other software other games and other things so keeping your finger on the pulse and um, and even before the heartbeat even before it is announced to the world right beta alpha testing Various things like that. So this is how I stay up to date as well as even more than up to date, right? Um, predated. I stay... Staying up to predate. <laughs> I'm not sure that's such a thing, but now it is. Okay, next practice is quite simply what I call multitasking. Able to, being able to do multiple things at one time. I know some people say that it's not possible, but for people with ADHD and other um, mental... Um, uh, you know, society. Uh, we can do some things that other people, mere humans, cannot, right? So multitasking um, and doing multiple things at one time, uh, whether it is looking, talking, breathing, um, walking, everyone can do multiple things at one time. So to say t- people should only focus on one thing, like walking and not thinking and not breathing, is stupid and silly to me. So multitasking. Um, and in terms of task walking is a task breathing is a task it's maybe not conscious it's it's subconscious right you do it naturally Um, but you know walking is something you do consciously talking is something you do consciously looking around thinking processing that is all multitasking to me and beyond that I mean working I'm talking about work when I work I multitask right I do my best work when I'm multitasking this is how I am so that's my practice it's not for everyone again uh, your mileage may vary um and so yeah next um and i guess so this whole section is just to be about practice um in the next section i'm going to talk about applications and the whole um combination of everything um so okay last practice i have on my mind basically is uh, finding good dependable people who are trustworthy. So this is kind of leading towards the second part of the question. How do I delegate? Is basically, it boils down to finding good dependable people who are trustworthy, who are better than me. Who are A players. Um, who, who know what they're doing, who have experience who I'm not necessarily paying that they can be experienced um, but they they know what they're doing they have wisdom and you can go back to my other podcast about wisdom and understanding and knowledge Um, so these people they know what they're doing they are good at what they do and they're dependable they're trustworthy and if you find these people you can delegate to them and not worry about and not have to micromanage uh, or nano-manage them right you just have to just trust them just let them do what they do best and usually the, re- the results uh, are astonishing. astonishing okay so that's it for this section next section is about applications and then I'm going to talk about how everything comes together Right, so applications applications um, when, when I think about applications what comes to mind is uh, innovation having uh, innovation is very important especially in tech in what I do uh, it could be marketing it could be technology it could be coding it could be any a whole host of different things even research and development and research research and development is another thing that comes to mind so application Obviously, is kind of like practice and application. It kind of goes hand in hand. uh, Applicable applications, uh, practical applications, right? So, so innovation is a huge, huge topic. I don't. I just want to touch upon this like main topic, and then I'll break it down in the future when I talk about innovation. Um, I have a, a whole section about innovation. Uh, i'm going to maybe release a course about innovation i'm not sure right now like it's, it's kind of up in the air because i'm in across i'm at i'm at the crossroads right now in terms of what to do but innovation is huge and i want to like devote a lot of time into talking about innovation i also want to talk about research research is another huge uh, area uh, which is very important people nowadays um, you don't do as much research, it seems. Uh, only certain people who are researchers, right? The title is researcher and they just do research, which is great. I love that kind of thing, if I could just be a researcher. But then I also want to be a doer, right? I just, just don't just want to research. I want to actually do stuff. So, um, yeah, that's a wrap. So, innovation, research, and then what else? Um, thinking. Thinking is also very very lacking it is a very very important skill that people seem to be lacking in this modern age uh because we just consume uh people there's there are thinkers who think and produce content and other things and then the people who just consume their consumers they're not just consumers uh, for physical products they also mental um and that, that actually causes mental decay sometimes because i think people who don't think they don't use their brain they um Okay, so everyone does think, but I'm talking about thinking deeply, right? Deeply thinking is very different than just thinking. If you think about the Deep Blue, like, you know, IBM's Deep Blue, um, as far as I know, it was just a brute force machine. They basically uh, mapped out the whole um, chess uh, game, and basically it it compared uh, the different moves, and it basically could figure out the best move at the time and it basically won by brute force uh computational power but that was back before we had gpus before we had parallel processing um anyway i'm, I'm digressing but i'm saying that thinking deeply as a human is more important and more powerful than machines who we say can think at this point they are just um they're not as for the 90 mo- percent of machines robots are not really thinking let me just put it that i don't want to scare people i just want to say that thinking deeply is very important for humans and thinking deeply is very important as application because it's how you apply things and and this kind of goes hand in hand with wisdom which i talked about in my other podcast if you have heard about it if you have uh have uh, even thought about what's the difference between knowledge and wisdom and um and where does understanding fit in I didn't actually talk about understanding I'll talk about it next time but wisdom and knowledge like and thinking deeply and uh, applying it applying is where the wisdom comes in right so machines do not have wisdom at this point they just have input output and um, and they have ways of manipulating data and analyzing it statistically and um, you know probabilities and all that other fun stuff but for the most part humans still I think thinking deeply is is a a very important human trait I don't really see animals doing this Um, I don't see uh, plants doing this I think humans are the only ones that have uh, dominion on in this domain Um, okay strategy and analysis it's another thing that I really love to do I like to analyze things I like to think about strategies and uh, figure it Figure things out. Um, So, I put this under application because uh, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with innovation, research, thinking deeply, um, development. Development is application as well. And then uh, analysis, analytics as well, strategy. It all goes hand-in-hand in in application for me. Uh, Sometimes, obviously, obviously there's a lot of overlap, right? So, let's talk about overlap. So... Um, Let's talk about the principle, having systems in place, having systems in place is my principle and then the philosophy is do not be afraid to fail, fail fast, never give up, never quit until it is GG, GG is short for good game, so like in games you always play until you die, until you are, until it's really game over, right, Um, G-O-G-G, so GG is, yeah, don't quit until it's GG until you really really have no other units you are completely you know crushed then you have to quit when the, the, when the game is over and the thing comes out like just the the you know the graphic user interface the, GU, the GUI comes out it tells you game over then it's game over okay so never give up never fail feel fast never give up never give up never quit never quit until its GG. So that's my philosophy that's my principle right so the application is always test always try different things try different things see what works what doesn't work fail fail fast keep failing don't worry about failing um keep keep doing it until it is gg right until either you are a winner or you're a complete loser but don't let it keep you down right so that's the principle philosophy application in it right okay so um, I think that's a good wrap up. So, I actually have a few more things to talk about. Um I want to actually address the process, what the hardest parts are and what the easiest parts are. And I'll try to do it quickly. I know this is getting a bit long. Um, and then at the end, I wanted to give some practical tips because I don't just want to answer this question in, in as many possible layers as possible, like an onion. I want to completely, uh, you know, answer every aspect i'm just basically squeezing this question and trying to give you as much as possible and i'm not even at i'm still at the first part of it right so um so yeah and then at the end i'll conclude everything okay all right let's stop there for today I will be back with a uh, uh, part 2 to this and let me see if I can find my part 2 yes so in part 2 I will um, address a bit on the process I will also <coughs> share what I think the hottest parts to this is and what are the easy parts for me at least as well as some practical tips and then I will answer the rest of the question which is basically how do delegate how to do management and um, yeah that's it so this is part 1 of the Q&A question number 1 and that's going to be a, a part 2 to question number 1 because this is a really really loaded question Alright, that's it from me, I'm going to release this on Good Friday and I hope everyone has a good, great Friday as we have a long weekend here and uh, I'll make another one shortly and post it up as and when I have time. Alright, take care. Bye for now. Have a great holiday.